Smart Wi-Fi 150 from Shaw Business is our smartest business internet ever. It has our fastest speeds, smart. It has three dedicated connections to keep your work network separate from guests, smart. And it has insightful reports and a custom welcome page, double smart. It even has a smart radio voice. Aw, thanks for the introduction. Actually, it was talking about me. Power your business with Smart Wi-Fi 150. Details at shawbusiness.ca. But she's good, too. Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Today it is very cold. It's minus twenty-four. <laughs> Not loving it, man. Probably because it's such a shock to our system. We didn't have that gentle easing into cold. It just showed up yesterday. <laughs> oh well. No, two days ago. Oh well. Poor kids. Last night was our um, <clears throat> 4-H food drive for Santa's Anonymous where we go around our two close towns and we drop off bags for people to put food in for the food drive and then we get to go pick them up tomorrow night. But last night was pretty chilly for the kids. But they're all farm kids, so they were dressed in a lot of layers and 
got it done. They agreed to do it because they were given the option that if it's too cold, maybe we'll pick something else as our community service project. But nope, the kids were on board, and so I'm proud of them, even though it was chilly. Proud of me too. <laughs> My husband kind of volunteered us for it, and then, uh, yeah, he worked late. Hmm, hmm, on purpose? Hmm. We're just happy he's working, let's be real. So, what do you do in this chilly weather? How do you handle it day by day? I wanted to um, talk today about inner strength because 2016 is coming to a close. And as you reflect back, are you like me going, huh, wow, did all that really happen? Hmm. It's been interesting, to say the least. And as we go into 2017, we actually don't know what our world's going to look like, do we? There's been a lot of changes. There's been um, stuff that's happened that's kind of surprising. And, yeah, to figure out a way to try to make peace with it or navigate it as best you can. I know... This summer, I uh, I just, I had enough, I guess is what I could call it. I just felt done. And so, I mean, before the summer. And so I decided to take the pressure off of myself all summer and just hang with the kids, do ranch stuff, but put my businesses all on hold I just wanted to stop. I wanted to slow down. And I'm not the type of personality that finds that easy. So I just had to take some time and refocus. And the summer still went by fast. I mean, we had a great summer. We did a lot of fun things, and we truly enjoyed it. And I have to say, we all felt refreshed and re-energized after and then back into the swing of things and, you know, all the routines and the doing more. But I noticed something very interesting. Now, I've been, like, p- pondering this and sorting out the energies of it for the last three months. And I realized that I needed to slow my life down in order to navigate it more gracefully because I was getting cranky. And we all know how unproductive we are when we're just cranky about everything. We don't want to do anything. So in my summer of calm, (laughs) I mean, things still happen. Of course they do. They're still happening. But I just find myself better equipped to cope with it, with it without feeling despair, because that's I, I was feeling that I I was trying to find the hope. I kind of lost it. Um, lots of I mean, Alberta's not egg friendly right now, and that's very discouraging. Or oil friendly, that's discouraging, and I just found myself circling down into despair 
despair and hopelessness, and I didn't like it, and I had to change it. And the only way I know how to change things is kind of clearing the slate and adding the things back in that make me feel better as much as I can. I mean, some things I still have to do, which I don't, you know, necessarily enjoy, but it's easier to um, commit to doing them and getting them done when I have enough things that make me happy in my life. When the balance is mostly things that are good and make me feel good or that I can handle and feel productive and um, positive about and the things I don't love that I have to handle that make me feel negative, minimize those as much as I can or change my perspective on them. So that's what I've been working on for the last, you know, six months. And I've had some really cool results. And so I'm going to encourage you all. I mean, 2016 is coming to an end. A new year's starting. It always seems like a good time to maybe reevaluate. I do this for some reason. September is my reevaluation, and then again December, beginning of January. I know they're close, but that's just how my brain works, my energy works. So I encourage you. Like, prioritize. Like, really, really take a step back if you can. And the guided meditation today is going to help you with that for sure. And look at your life and see where you can maybe um, disengage from. Where can you rearrange or maybe pull back, maybe say no to some of the things? I mean, if you – I had to – Trying to just tune into the energies. Something else really interesting is happening right now. We are being um, guided more than ever before. You're getting those intuitive hits more. You're feeling the deja vus more. You're being more empathic. Everything that's a tool to help you navigate your life right now, you're getting more of if you choose to pay attention. And trust, trust it, right? That's the big thing. And I'll talk about how to trust this energy more in just just a moment. I'm just going to make a quick note because, you know, I get distracted easy. Um, you're feeling it like this information is coming to you and you're not sure what to do with it. Now, slow down. That is the most helpful because when your world is full of busy, those tend to be distractions. Slow down. By doing that, I've been able to change some of the patterns I have that I wanted to change, but I wasn't sure if I could. I coach. Soul coaching, spiritual coaching, personality coaching, I don't know what you want to call it, but I coach people a lot. Some I'm paid, some I'm not. I can't help it, I guess. It's what I like to do. I like people to feel strong and empowered. I I like to help them gain their confidence to a bigger level and, and be able to do things that they would like to do that maybe, you know, they're too scared to or they're not sure if it's okay, things like that. And so 
I'm a natural coach. I just, I can't help it. I can't not do it. But I did find that it was becoming too much, too much, (laughs) too much. And when I took my summer step back, I was really careful what I added back in on that part of my life because that part of my life, it's easy to get burnt out on. It's easy to get burnt out when you're energetically helping people all the time. That's why mental health professionals get burnt out and they crash hard a lot of the times or alcohol becomes a factor. It's navigating and handling all the stuff that they deal with on a daily basis. And I have full admiration for them. But I found I was getting it was getting to be just too much. And there was no satisfaction in it. And I was burnt out, basically. So I slowed it right down. Slowed it right down. And it worked. Because... I am going to speed it up a little in 2017. I have some things in mind. And um, I found other ways to to fulfill my coaching sole purpose by teaching classes with the adult learning and tutoring. So I'm still helping people, and I'm still, you know, working on their self-confidence. It's just in a different way. And so I have felt fulfilled and happy with it without burning myself out. Although I did have to slow that down too. I had to get those ranch projects done, and so I just said to the lady that I work with, I said, I need to not do as much in November. And we did. We worked it out because I had to value myself. Now, that's not easy. We know, especially as women, it can be a challenge to put ourselves first in some situations because we feel like we're being selfish. And we have to work through that. Because I'm far more productive now. (laughs) But, you know, I slowed it down, adding back in the things that, that, um, you know, I want to do or I ended up having to reevaluate because I don't like cooking. It's not my fave. It just isn't. If I could be out chasing cows or coaching clients or doing this radio show rather than cook a meal, I'm on it, man. But financially, having others cook my meals is um, a lot. (laughs) Was I getting a little carried away with the takeout? Maybe, maybe. I mean, food prices have gone up. And portion sizes have gotten smaller. And so that was one of my the big things I had to look at. I had to stop doing that and cook more, even if it's not my favorite. I just have to slow down my life and rearrange it so that I would do it. Because if I fill it up with everything else, I'm not going to do it, right? That's how I roll. And I know this about myself. And so you really want to take a good look at your patterns your reasons, (laughs) I had to tell my family, look, if I want to 
you know, have Dad bring home takeout Chinese food and stuff, you need to stop me. I know you're all on board and think it's a good idea too, but let's work together to change our patterns because that way we can have money to maybe go swimming for a day or, you know, go play mini golf. But we can't. I mean, pretty sad if a day of swimming is less than a meal out for a family, but it is. You know, a round of mini golf is less than a meal out for a family, but it is. And so if we want to have these cool experiences, I needed to change the way I was doing that. Now take that bigger. Take that in other areas of your life. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, it's not an easy pattern to change, but it's a blatant pattern to change, right? You know, you get the bill and it's $100 for a family of four because I have, you know, a teenager, he eats a lot, to have a meal out, that $100 could go to a lot of groceries and things like that. So really look at your life so that what you can slow down and change becomes a priority. Does that make sense? Because... Because I did this experiment, and I wanted to see, like I wanted to see how I would handle it. I actually didn't think I could do it. I didn't. I, I, I thought I would just fall back into my own patterns, and I didn't. So that tells me that the energy right now is really supportive of this kind of thing. Um, the biggest bonus it's given me is my ability to handle conflict easier. I've just spent time out of my days helping a group with a situation, and I really didn't want to, but I felt like I could um, I felt I could help them and support them in a way that would be beneficial in the bigger picture. But what I found really interesting is that I have no attachment to the outcome of my help. That's huge for me. I usually like to find out how it all played out. And I've had opportunities to check, and I didn't. I will, like, don't get carried away. Don't give me too much credit. It's only been a few days. I still might. (laughs) But I'm waiting until if somebody wishes to inform me or include me and let me know how things are going, I'm very open to that, but I'm not going to actively seek it out if I can help myself just because by doing that, I'm kind of opening the door to become more immersed in it, and I don't know that that's really beneficial for me at this moment, right? In January, I will revisit it if if some things play out the way they might, but right now, I just kind of want to keep that step back and detached and let them work it out you know because as humans we can be kind of lazy right if somebody else will fix our problems for us and how does that work out right they just show up in a different form (laughs) and you're like dang it so if you slow life down you are able to handle conflict easier. Now, you know I love meditation. I love guided meditation. I do take the time to meditate. I love when my house is quiet, although if it's windy 
or noisy outside with weather and banging and stuff, I have to turn on a TV or a radio because otherwise my dog thinks he has to protect me from everything. He's got a really big wolf. <laughs> He's so adorable. So just take those few moments for quiet. Don't put big pressure on yourself. But really try to slow your life down so you have those moments of peace and clarity. Maybe it's in a hot bath, sea salt bath. Love them. Love them, love them. Because it feels like it's only going to get more chaotic. There's big changes. I don't know if I want to call it big changes. Um, unexpected changes. I mean, let's be real. We, we see it coming. We feel it. We're bombarded with weird information every day. We don't know what the U.S. is going to look like with Donald Trump as the president. Like, everything is kind of up in the air. So what do we do? You take your life day by day. Do your best not to lose hope. Get a sense of humor about it. Roll your eyes a lot because that actually helps activate your intuition chakra, your third eye. Rolling your eyes helps with your third eye. I know, think about that with your teenagers. I roll my eyes a lot. I swear sometimes people can just hear it. (laughs) If you're empathic like I am, try to stay away from people as much as you can or find ways to deal with it. I know my oldest child is struggling in school right now because his class is very busy and he's empathic and feels it and he has to find ways to shut himself off from it. And so he's working on that because I can't do it for him. He has to learn his own. I can give him tips, tricks, and tools, but he has to figure it out. Um, I did most of my shopping for Christmas online. I mean, I've scaled way back. It's not, I don't have a crazy list, but I did 90% of it online. I told my post office lady that I'm keeping her in business this year, so she's very happy, and I'm happy. I just, I can't handle the energies. It, it's too much for me, and it makes me crack cranky. So it was interesting. So yesterday I had to go pick up kids from the school, and sometimes, like going to the school, like it's so busy energetically, right? There's so many personalities, so many things going on. As soon as I pulled up and went to park and get out of the truck, I felt instantly cranky. Now, I know when that happens that it's not my energy. It's not because there's nothing that happened to make me cranky. My husband, poor guy, he phoned right at that time to tell me he couldn't make it to the thing, which I already knew. I mean, hello, I am psychic. And I just said to him, I can't talk to you right now. And he thought I was mad at him because he couldn't make it. And I had to phone him later when it was calm, quiet. And I said, no, I'm not mad at you. I just was at the school and I really couldn't talk to you right then. And I had to get you off the phone while I tried to navigate all this energy because it wasn't a good day. There was people that were upset for some reason. And I don't know why. And I don't need to know why. So I just did what I do best, and I sent, you know, the Ho'opono prayer and the Buddhist prayer of kindness. I intermingle them because it becomes like a, a mantra chant in my head, kind of. Best way to explain it. And sent that energy out to deflect it from affecting me, 
but I could feel myself cranky, and I had to work on not snapping at the kids, and I couldn't get out of there quick enough. And then we had to go back because my one son forgot to bring home his report card, so I took him back to make sure he picked it up because we were early for our event. So my point is, if that's happening to you, make sure you're zipping your chakras, start at your pelvis, zip, just imagine it, and make sure that you do your best to block the energy so it doesn't, you don't take it on as yours because then you feel like a jerk. Because if you blow up or snap at somebody and you don't know why, you feel like more of a jerk than if you have a reason why, don't you? And we have chaotic lives. So we can always find a reason why we're cranky, but if there is nothing in that moment, you're just being extra empathic. Block it. Make sure you have a kyanite, black kyanite, smoky quartz, black tourmaline, one of those crystals. People are extra emotional this time of year. I mean, if you have crossed over loved ones, you're really missing them. If your finances are sticky, this time of year is really hard on you because you want to do things for the people you love and make sure they have a good Christmas. But sometimes financially you have to scale up back and then you feel like a failure. Like all these emotions are huge right now. And so be careful where you are. Be aware. Careful is not totally the right word. Be aware you're probably going to pick up on other people's stuff. Because if you're empathic, that's just what happens to you. Because as soon as I got away and I shook off the energy and I took a few moments just to be, I was way better. It was good then. And we actually ended up back at the school later, but there was nobody there. My window cracked, though. I wonder if I did that. (laughs) You know, blow up computers, crack windows. Happens. Just happens. So, again, my biggest point, slow your life down if you can. You can. Make the conscious choice to do so. Slow it down. Look at what your distractions are. I have totally cut off spending distracted hours on the computer researching because I am still trying to write. (laughs) I say that super sarcastically. Um, But I've cut back on all of that because I just would find interesting articles to read and then I would, like, lose hours. I'm having to do this big ranch project, so definitely helped break that pattern because it wasn't online. And I'm keeping that going as much as I can because I just, I like it. But you don't know that you like it or that you um, enjoy doing less of something until you try it. And you know what? It's easier definitely to keep your same patterns and do what you've been doing and get caught up in that, well, I, this is just how it has to be, than it is to tap into your inner awareness, your inner strength, and make a different choice. And having those boundaries. 
this inner strength journey is going to definitely help with boundaries. Now, I talked about how we're getting all our messages and we're getting more, we're getting guided. How do you trust that? Well, awareness. Hindsight, right? You got an intuitive feeling. You got a thought. You just knew something. And you said no, dismissed it as your imagination. Where do you think imagination comes from, though? How does imagination happen? It's an energy, right? Where does it come from? What if part of it, all of it, some of it, however you want to look at it, comes from your connection to the universe? I mean, we can replay or create all sorts of less than positive scenarios in our imagination, but those have a starting point, don't they? They come from our fear, our worry. What about the stuff that doesn't? Where does that come from? Our hope, our desires. I've just been doing um, a class on counseling, and um, one of the... um, interesting points was we're talking about the subject of humanism and basically the premise of that is that everybody's inherently good and um, looking at your behavior <clears throat> and realizing that If you are struggling, be that your um, desire, drive, and your consciousness are in conflict with each other. And that's how you can not be at peace with your life. Like if you really desire to have a certain lifestyle, but your finances don't support that, that would create a conflict, right? You could get yourself into a lot of trouble. You expand that concept out to energetically, if you're not aware of your patterns or your reasons for doing things, how you can create that conflict in yourself. I should do a whole show on this because it was really fascinating and it gave some really great insights into us as human beings. If that interests you, Google humanism, and you can peruse those concepts. Remember, I'm not supposed to be Googling right now. (laughs) But learning more about yourself and how you think and your patterns, that helps you to trust when you get these messages. Because your intuitive guidance system is tailored for you. You should be able to trust it. The thing is, you have to differentiate between that fear ego that we can mistake as intuition and the softer clear, cleaner energy of true intuition. I know. There's another show for the new year. Okay. So I just want everyone to take a breath. If you need to get a drink of water, now's a good time. Shake out your energy a little because we are going to go on to the guided journey.
our claim our own inner strength journey. Delicious. Okay. And here we go. Become aware of your breathing for a few moments. And as you begin to settle more comfortably into the solid support beneath you, I want you to take three big, deep breaths. And on one of those breaths, you'll know when your eyes will close. Three big, deep breaths now. And as your normal, natural rhythm of breathing continues, remain focused on the sound of my voice. As all the other sounds begin to drift into the background, because they're unimportant for you to pay attention to. They can only take you deeper. And even though you may drift away from the sound of my voice, you'll sense when to come back to it in an easy and effortless way. At this point, As your concentration draws to your feet, you begin to visualize and imagine you're walking in a place that's very beautiful and serene. And with every breath you take, you give yourself permission to send this comforting through your legs, from the toes, into your heels, your ankles, knees, and your thighs. You become aware of a comfortable sensation in your legs as you walk through the beauty of this place.
with every breath, you begin to sense the air around you. A gentle something that sends a warm, nurturing feeling all around your body. From your thighs, hips, your stomach area, and through the solar plexus, you begin to become more comfortable as a deep inner calm begins to form. As all of your senses begin to heighten because you become more and more aware of all that is around you in this beautiful, serene place. You continue to feel even more calm as this comfortable sensation moves through your chest as you breathe easily and effortlessly, making your way through this place that is very peaceful and secure for you. As you notice the sounds around you, as you listen, the beauty of where you are speaks to you in a special way. Your head, neck and shoulders begin to release into comfort. And in a moment or two, you begin to imagine choosing a particular spot in this beautiful place of yours to recline and rejuvenate into an even deeper comfort. And with every breath you take, your comfort now seems to double having made that decision. The warmth and gentle something of the air seems to wrap itself around you even more as though there is a wholehearted agreement about the spot in your place that you are reaching out to with your arms, your hands, and fingers. as they touch what is there, comfortable and easy. And you become aware of the textures. As you imagine settling into the comfort that awaits you. And just allow for this time to connect 
the beauty and peacefulness that is here for you. All you have to do is breathe. Just breathe. Simply and with ease and comfortably allowing. In a moment, when we count backwards from five to zero, you'll feel yourself become even more deeply connected to this spot at zero. And now at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deep sleep, deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply, deeply relaxed, the door of your imagination opens, and you walk through to discover the unknown, and the path takes a turn and ends in a wild woods where you have never been before. And as you go forward, into the pathless woods. The way slopes down and down, down into a stream valley. Notice what you notice with all or any of your senses. You come to the stream winding through the heart of the valley. You follow along the stream. A shaft of sunlight on the stream catches your eye. You look more deeply. And under the rushing water, you see it is a sword. It is your sword to claim. What do you do to get the sword from the stream?
And now you hold the sword, and it is yours. How does it feel to hold your sword? Does the sword ask anything from you? Something engraved on it is revealed. What does it say? How do you feel about that? Focus on the sword and get ready. Because everything lifts up the ground. And you holding the sword go up, up, and up, and you come to the forest gates. There is a word on the gates. That's is the word you go forward to discover about. The gate swings wide open. And the sword has powers. Some you may already know. More you may discover along the way. Go ahead on your journey through the forest. Notice what you notice. And pay attention to what you come to know about that word on the gates. Go ahead and take some moments to go on this journey through the forest.
How's your journey going? Are you getting some interesting insights? I'm just going to give you a minute more. And then you're going to have the feeling of this journey being ready to be completed. And now, as you embrace the feeling of this journey being complete, and you get to feel the positives from all the images and the feelings that came forward, so for now, while the images fade, let's reinforce all those positives, all the insights from this journey, along with a much deeper, stronger sense of yourself. Give yourself a nice breath in. At zero. At one. Another big, deep cleansing breath in. And out. As we begin to come up and out of this journey, two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake. Say your first name out loud. Eyes open, wide awake. Say your first name out loud. How are you all feeling? I have to tell you something interesting happened on your journey. Some of you let go of the energy of not trusting yourself. How amazing is that? So as you go forward into this day and the rest of this week, notice what you notice. Notice when you get an intuitive hit, feeling, piece of information somehow, Notice how it feels. Notice how it feels to trust it. And notice how much easier it has become to trust it. Good job. It's pretty amazing stuff. So on that incredible note, I'm going to say goodbye. And we will continue with our magical mystical path next week and enjoy your day bye bye 
You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot